0: Hey, you okay? Oh,
1: some damn enchiladas.
0: Oh. You gonna be all right? I wanna play a game.
1: Welcome to another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies with a splash of video games, television, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera and my partner, the undeniable, unflappable, unhindered Adam Griffin. As always, follow us on the red hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Enchiladas Podcast. And I know that we're recording today, I have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, so you have to remind me, Adam.
0: We are going to be uh, talking about that uh, that Fantasy Island reboot coming out. Wait, what? Yeah, at, Fantasy Island. too. Well, I, did, I didn't see him in, in the commercial, so it's probably going to be a surprise if that character's even in it. But uh, actually, no, we're going to talk about... Well, we could talk about that, but we're really going to talk about Saw.
1: Oh... Snippity, crack snap pop all all of them all of them yeah Yeah. cracks a lost long brother
0: that's right Uh, so you know I've been I watched all the movies past couple days and uh but you're gonna sleep well I I slept a little bit yes of course but I've been a little curious as to how to pro- uh, approach this one because uh yeah let's, let's start with the big question here is Saw the last of the old school frequent installment
1: franchises well technically well wait cause they had well, old, a run. Well, old school I guess old school yeah, yeah. well it's not that old though well, that's the thing, but it's it's one of
0: the last, uh, last big franchises made over a billion dollars total at the box office. But from 2004 to 2010, we got a song movie every year.
1: Oh yeah, that is correct. So is it the last one? Uh, in 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 our generation? Well, these kids' generation, because we're old. Yeah. But yeah, how, how it's not on
0: that level? Well, we still got a couple more moves to go in that, but you know, but those are, those are timed deals. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. So here's another fun one. Star franchise itself. Uh, happy accident or lightning successive, successfully striking several times over before it fizzled out.
1: Um. Who? That's. I, I would. I would say. Probably happy accident. Okay. You know. I, th- I think uh, they hit on part one. They hit on it. Right. And they were able to. You know. They brought something totally different to the game that no one had done for you know they had nothing been nothing fresh um just like we talked earlier about the Blair Witch Project how that started the whole run of you know found footage mm. uh, saw pretty much again starts the whole quote unquote torture porn horror yeah. whatever they want to call it
0: yeah and well us, us getting into that uh, designation is a whole other episode but I would like to state for the record I think that designation is bullshit
1: <laughs> so I, listen, if if, like, if this was being streamed on twitch or somewhere on youtube you would see me do the air quotes when i said torture porn yeah um but that's i mean that's listen i'm just going by what other people call it because it's easier for some people to understand it that way uh but yeah because right after this you started getting all you got your hostels. uh yeah. pretty much all your eli roth movies or yeah,
0: cabin fever hostile hostile <laughs> cabin fever because
1: cabin fever seems uh is definitely on the on the genre and in the vein of, of saw but listen the the thing that brought us into saw besides the gore because you know we hadn't seen gore in a while right was the twist
0: yes yes definitely um there is and I think I think that's as both the best thing that could have happened to it is that first movie and the ending that lasts 20 minutes and the worst thing because you only get one Hello Zep moment you know that moment where that uh Le Motif kicks in by Charlie Clouser and you're off to the races and seeing how everything kind of intertwines and comes together uh, and uh I mean, that that first movie set the tone for sound design, characterization, and interplay between actors, and uh, connective tissue, you know, interweaving throughout the whole story, throughout the whole runtime of the film. And fortunately for Saw, it put it on the map. Unfortunately, again, you only get that moment once. And now, you know, in each successive film you start looking for that hook you know you only get a couple more of those moments before things go
1: off the rails you know yes fortunately for them they were able to like you said we they hit it a few times They hit it a few times nothing's gonna stop nothing's gonna top the first one right Right. Like that's every time I watch it I still think how did I not see it coming you know mm-hmm. um, and even there's other movies where after you've watched them about a hundred thousand times there's moments where you pick up on oh okay this makes sense no I watched part one and I still I, I, I don't see where I could have gotten that twist yeah you know and then but again I feel like we talked about this earlier with um, the whole sixth sense. That's how some movies had to put a twist into their into other endings to make it, you know, to make it work. Yeah. This movie worked standalone without even the twist. Yeah. This twist made it even better.
0: Yep. Uh. Yeah. And um. But yeah, and I think what helped is that most of the film was a localized setting. You know, you had what was going on in that bathroom, and then just, you know, bits and pieces of the outside world. But everything that was happening in the outside world connected solely to what was going on, you know, in that room. Now, it's funny because I stayed away from watching that movie for years because the ending was spoiled for me on a uh, metro train. It was one of those weird, serendipitous moments where someone goes, well, you know, you, you explain it, and uh, i like, yeah, yeah, I didn't see it because it got spoiled for me. Well, what happened? Well, I was sitting on the metro, and somebody started talking about it. Well, why were you listening? It's like, no. I'm in the process of <laughs> putting my earphones on, And, uh, you know, I knew, you know, the characters. There was a character named Adam in it. I knew there was another character chained to a pipe. You know, that was pretty much the setting in the movie. And somebody's going, yeah. And he cut his foot off and he just left Adam in the bathroom. And I'm like, well, that's weird. And then they finally hit me like, wait, they didn't talk about Saw. And it's like, ah, that experience is ruined. So uh,
1: it took a while for me to, you know, get over that. That's that's one of the main reasons why Adam hates taking the metro. <laughs> yes, one one of, of the reasons. many many reasons. That's Again, right. that's a whole episode in itself. <laughs> we might we might actually meld that one into the whole RoboCop incident episode. That's right.
0: And why, why I, why I hate doing certain things in public, and just <laughs> why I hate public in general. Uh, no, um, but hey, that's, that's easier to easier to, easier to say. But you know, 2019. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that ending still impactful, even if it's been spoiled. Um, but then it's like, how they're gonna top it? You can't really top it. You can only kind of build on it kind of expand everything which, which leads to the double shot of Saw 2 and Saw 3 where they really made an effort to build out and expand things just enough so you get a new setting you kind of have some uh, little bit of homages and retreads of the first film but worked so well in the first film but um, I would say that Part Four is where the cracks and seams became a little bit more apparent, and then uh, that's being nice. That's being nice because um, while Part Four really, you know, tried to double down on everything, it also introduced who I feel is the character responsible for the end of the Saw franchise. And one, Lieutenant Mark Hoffman. Wow. Now Hoffman was was in Part Three, but Part Four. Who oh Lord Almighty has has there been has there ever been a more blatant example of a f- bungle of a character shoehorned in for? four movies straight
1: no (laughs) no and no listen I already told you (laughs) how upset I got with the opening of part four every time I see it with the autopsy yeah here comes another spoiler I haven't seen it they start the autopsy the tape's in there I'm like cool this is how it's gonna start <laughs> in the end back to the autopsy I mean, what <laughs> they, all right so okay in part two they played the whole time thing yeah. very well yeah all right yeah. and part two is one of my favorite songs all right if part one had never happened part two could be a standalone like, no sequel no prequel and it would have worked beautifully I think that's the only sequel that could do that. Yeah. No. Head also has Donnie Wahlberg. The better Wahlberg. That's right. Or accomplished Wahlberg. That's right. New Kids on the Block Wahlberg. You tell them. Marky e. Mark and the Funky Bunch Wahlberg. You tell the damn truth. Yes. The better <laughs> actor Wahlberg. That is also correct. Just because Mark Wahlberg was able to do Entourage based on his life lies yeah.
0: lies let, 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 let's let's not I'll say some foul and get us kicked off the air <laughs> let's not talk about Mark Wahlberg anymore please
1: okay but, <laughs> um see I, I can't upset talking about Mark Wahlberg but part three again great the storyline now a little bit more of that little Time travel. Scenes here, scenes there. But it worked. I actually worked in part three. The whole integrated storyline worked. Yeah. But I knew eventually three. You know, they say, you know, three is the perfect number. You know. Third time's charm. Yeah. yeah. Fucking part four. And goddamn Hoffman. <sighs> the first off the tapes in his stomach yeah I knew shit was about to go bad once that happened yeah right and it was it, it was a wrap and Hoffman was bearable in part 4 as a character yeah um I was done with Hoffman in part 6 okay mentally mentally, spiritually physically yeah yeah whatever you want to say I was done with him by part 6 yeah but he was still there in part 7 why the, answer that question for me why
0: the problem is that you the franchise itself moved away it was trying to find another hook besides Jigsaw besides Tobin Bell's performance. And we gotta give it up for Tobin Bell as Jigsaw John Kramer because, you know, he makes... He is the connected tissue for the whole franchise. Himself, uh, Shawnee Smith as Amanda, and uh, Carrie Elwes as uh, Lawrence Lawrence Gordon. You know, those, those are my three Lynch fans. But i think the franchise itself started you know started uh you know failing itself a little bit and this is about that time where it, you would see those advertisements or uh, advertisements if you pronounce it that way that uh to all our followers in the uk yes that um you know halloween is saw you remember those little bits Mhm. yeah and it's like oh you motherfuckers y'all think y'all slick Michael Myers ain't around. Nobody else is around. And, you know, it started, you know, leaning on the traps. And it's, uh, you know, Hollywood Horror Nights-esque stuff. And, you know, your traps got more outlandish. And, you know, you sell your movie on how crazy the traps are. And you're trying to look for that hook. But you can't find the hook because you got this fucking wet blanket named Lieutenant Mark Hoffman. And there's no actual foil for Hoffman because they think since he's connected to Jigsaw, he's just as compelling as Jigsaw, and he ain't. Mm -mm. Like, you know, and they kept trying to set up this other foil. Like, you had Strom through, uh, 4 and 5. And they did Strom dirty. Jesus Christ.
1: Uh. (laughs) Yeah, they did.
0: (laughs) Uh, like, like what other film are you going to see? You're, you're main protagonist get literally crushed to death at the end of the film then saw part five uh, part six they started getting okay you, you bring back Betsy Russell's Jill Tuck it's like okay now I start leaning in on Jill Tuck all right let's do this yeah, let's get this going and then we hit uh, you get that ending and, and six with the reverse bear trap and you got him actually looking like fucking Jigsaw Face from the Punisher and it's like alright you know we're gonna have we're gonna have this battle and uh and Saw 3D Saw 7 Saw Legacy Saw whatever the fuck you wanna call it it's like gonna get this battle
1: Saw 3D (sighs)
0: and then they they got the nerve to open uh Saw 3D with this goofy ass shit with this display now, here's here's a big thing. Um Saw 3D looks like a basic game made for television movie. Um the lighting is too bright. The the gore looks like uh runny red Kool-Aid that's been watered down and thinned out a little bit too much. Um you know, the the lighting is just off and I I don't I don't you know, I don't want to Say people are bad at their jobs because I know everybody works on a movie does a, is the hardest work they can possibly fucking do, but that movie looks really off compared to the other films. I don't know if they had to do it because of how that uh, 3D conversion process works because they actually shot it for 3D, but you know it just it just looks off. It doesn't look right like the rest of the franchise. You know, Tony totally, it's just gone. And this, this this script completely matches it because they tried to be funny. That opening that opening uh, setup with the two dudes and the woman hanging, they tried to play that for a laugh. And that shit ain't funny, you know. Like like, like these are not funny films. There's no humor in these damn films whatsoever. So you got nothing to root for. Nothing to laugh at, and uh you have the, you know I mean they they already tipped their hand in the dream sequence for uh for Saw 3D you know the dump dream sequence uh <laughs> when they, where he's, where where Jill Tuck is having this dream and she gets abducted by Hoffman and and He's, he's he's behind the death race car, or whatever fuck, and it's just it's just off. It's 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 terrible, and I've been ranting too
1: long, so. Well, well, hey, listen, I had my marky mark rug So, the problem the problem here is after the first. Well, it's mostly you know what it's mostly four and five, four and five were the ones where things started going downhill. In part six, they actually. Brought something entertaining back <laughs> into in, into the line, uh, but the aesthetic in Part Six right started feeling like a high-end sci-fi series. Yeah, more than the previous movies.
0: Yeah, because there's a sorry, there's a sorry to cut you off. There was a uh, there was a big shift because they, they switched to the insurance company storyline. Now <laughs> retroactively, that's timely because you know, I mean, healthcare sucks um,
1: but you know it's just so much of a shift well it was yeah it was it came out in 2009 so that was right right at the, uh, the economic down uh, downfall that we had yeah so storyline you know hit hit for people you know yeah but what? out of all the movies it's my third favorite yeah, because of you know it's actually the even though the insurance guy you know does whatever he does, we're uh, still kind of rooting for him to make you know to make the right decisions, yeah, to, to redeem himself, you know. Yeah, you always want that in the movie. We want the, the character to redeem themselves. But then you still have what's going on with the FBI. Then they bring the the FBI agent that was dead back? She wasn't <laughs> dead. They tell she was dead. Yeah. And then uh, Erickson, uh, who's been in so many movies and TV shows in my entire lifetime. That's one thing. The Saw series has gotten some actors and actresses that have been in everything to be in this series. Yeah. But to then have Part 7 with a $20 million budget, the highest budget out of all of the Saw movies, yep. be the crappiest one. Yeah. The, the the one that looked like a freaking cartoon show yep uh, like you said that first that first scene like really it's it, it's a, it's supposed to be like in a retail shop right News Slash retail stores don't have bulletproof <laughs> glass right, <laughs> right. <was> bad planning <laughs> bad planning yeah but then the kill was public Dick Hoffman never made the kills public. That's right. You
0: know, so and I guess that was that was to show that you know uh, that Hoffman wasn't acting according to plan or whatever. But I mean, let's face it, they there's only if you're gonna have your your villain go full villain, and when I say full villain, I mean uh, switching corpses out to infiltrate. You know, where your cops are hiding, so you can kill all the damn cops, while you set up a Gatling gun to go pre-Walter White wild bunch on folks. Mm-hmm. It, it did, and did to have him actually succeed in his actual plan there, because he kills everybody. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody stopping him. He just nope. didn't know that Jigsaw had a, a. Uh, a backup plan in the stealth MVP of the series played by Carrie
1: Elwes, one Lawrence... Pierre Despero. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> not Pierre Despero. Sorry. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, no, no.
0: Wesley. Wesley. Oh, no, that's yeah. Princess Bride. Yes. Yes. Carrie Always himself comes back to the franchise to uh, be the uh, one to tie up all the loose ends. At the time, uh, to seal Hoffman away forever, and we were free from the franchise itself for seven years. Thankfully, until Jigsaw, uh, the uh, self-titled movie, the eighth installment well,
1: in the franchise. Before we get to the eighth install, before we get to Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to go back to part six for a second. Sure like I said I was done I was done with him I was absolutely done with Hoffman but he was so blatantly guilty <laughs> like that his walking around he just acted guilty right there's a, there's a point where you know um you so, still like they almost like whoever I don't even remember who directed this one so I'm not even gonna like oh just act guilty act like you did it cause they it didn't really look like they cared at that point we all knew he was the bad guy yeah. Uh, but he was just so oh that smug face of his. There's two smug faces in the history <laughs> of movies or TV series that I really hate it. One is Tanoften, and the second mm-hmm. is Danny Rand in Iron Fist, The Defenders, the Netflix shows. Yeah. He's got a smug face, which is fine. He was fine in the Game of Thrones, but he's he's, a, he's got a smug face as Danny Rand, and I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't think like Lieutenant Hawking's smug face either. Serves him right. Yeah. Pound of flesh. Bah.
0: Yeah, and I I did like uh I, one thing before we move on to Jigsaw. I did like um uh, uh the opening of of 3D Part Seven where where uh they had the little survivor support group. So that was that was pretty cool. How uh, yeah, they, you know, they brought everybody back in, and how you yeah, had the one lady recounting how the trap made her feel, you know, alive and powerful, and then the survivor from uh, part six was like, "Yeah, cutting off my arm only gets me like a good, ha- good spot due to handicap." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's nice to see, you know, kind of people figuring that stuff out. And then I thought I was humble. Oh, well, I keep it. <laughs> I, I, I like the little characterization, but was what can I say? Hated it. I didn't. I didn't like the fact that. Well, again, it's timely now, but <laughs> the, the, the one dude grifting the whole joint off of his fake survivor experience.
1: I know, because the best part is I'm watching it. I'm like, wait a minute. Seen their <laughs> <laughs> I actually never goddamn saw. I Who was this guy? I don't remember him. Where did he survive? Was yeah. like, I was like. I was like, huh? And then... Fucking grifting. <laughs> Should have known. Yeah. Well, actually, know? because there was that one that we didn't see. The the lady who... And the... The lady that worked at the... Uh, what's that kill? I, mean, I just remember the kill. One of the ones that The lady the you're talking about, when ha- they're hanging. When they're doing, like, the uh, American Gladiators fight. Yeah, she was new. Yeah, she was new. That was a new kill. But she was okay. actually... Yeah that she was a survivor but when i saw that dude i was like wait a minute you can fool me once you can't fool me twice you can't fool me twice not when i've seen all your movies not when i've lived for saw i remember saw was my shit every time a new one was coming out oh gotta go see Saul. gotta go see Saul. yeah i even played saw the video game <laughs> remember that oh yeah xbox 360 that's right i had that Saw, saw two flesh and butt. Yep. Everybody yeah, loves. I didn't bite though. I, uh, I had Gamefly. I ain't gonna lie. Anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, we were saying Jigsaw. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, do you think that the new First Apprentice revealed in Jigsaw, do you think that was to kind of make up for Hoffman and uh, maybe try to reclaim? the the mission statement I guess of the franchise
1: I mean that's what they try to do but I wasn't falling for it <laughs> I was like he already got me You already got me before when I found out Hoffman wasn't the prince." <laughs> because first it was Amanda I was yeah. like cool then they are like nope Hoffman I was like what Hoffman fine and then Hoffman just started killing people just to kill people yeah and then Doctor Gordon comes back, right? And I'm like, all right. Then you see Jigsaw, and it's this other guy, and I'm like, wait a minute, when could this possibly have taken place? And then they fuck with you again with the times. <laughs> yeah, and again, they 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 went
0: to the well one time too many, because you know you can only do that trick twice. You can't do that throughout eight movies. You know? <laughs> well,
1: <no. laughs> and they totally went for it every no time one, they could no one was stopping them nope so With that uh, money cause that cash <laughs> cow was coming in every single time that's right that's right
0: um now do you think that if they didn't have to cram everything into Saw 3D plot wise do you think we would've gotten two better movies no okay
1: <laughs> no yeah it would get into more time to fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's our right. yeah cuz I mean
0: again they went in on the wrong things too much you know
1: I just have a just a horrible memory watching the 3d it could have ended at 6 you know it could have ended at 6 <laughs> but no you didn't kill Hoffman so it couldn't right. end at 6
0: yeah because
1: well, now you know when the next one's coming like you said it's just, it was set up once he survived that that's it he has to have his revenge on Jill yeah and he he out of all of them takes everything personally everything's about you know when he kills uh, Baxter with the pendulum cause, yep yeah you know that's when you find out really that he's <laughs> he's a little different he takes more things into his own hands right but at least they kept uh, Tobin Bell throughout the whole series. At least we got him. We got to see him every time. Yeah. And his backstory. Yeah. They tried They tried hard to fill that backstory.
0: Yeah, they kept uh, kept giving him reasons to uh, To really just... I guess just to Flush him out. Not necessarily make him sympathetic because, you know, you can't really be sympathetic if you're doing shit like that. But at least trying to give viewers
1: more insights of why he's doing what he's doing. But again, what's what's my pet peeve about horror movies? Adam, <laughs> backstory.
0: Don't load up that back backstory. Story. Too much too backstory. Too much backstory. backstory. That's right.
1: That's right. So, to have Jigsaw now change Original Apprentice, Yeah. it's like, wait, are we, are, are we now saying that this is we're going to cut everything else out, but this is not a new beginning, this is this is a prequel, it's, yeah. and it was meant to be a prequel. Prequel. It yep. wasn't. It wasn't meant uh, to be a continuation of the story. Right. Which I was fine with. I was like, "Oh, prequel." Cool. But then, do you, how many? I mean, how many people help John Kramer out? Well, I think we're about
0: to find out, because uh, we have that movie called *The Organ Donor* coming out in 2020
1: now let me ask you a question sure how do you feel about the title of the organ donor well um and just kind of
0: it actually depending on if they're going to tell the story I think they're going to tell um there, there's something in uh news coming out of California about and actually you know uh, about uh folks that sign up for to be an organ donor and uh a, a company gets there before the coroner does and, and actually removes uh, body parts and organs before you know crime scenes could probably be assessed and everything before bodies can go to the coroner and stuff yeah. you know, it's, it's a big controversy about that and I was, I was curious if uh, if that movie was going to you know kind of play into that real life story or if it, we, we were going to see a uh, a copycat killer based somewhere else in the country around the same time that all this jigsaw magnus is going on. Because, you know, the the series itself is pretty localized into this unnamed area, I guess? Yeah, we have no idea where this takes place. I'm guessing someplace Midwest? No, I have no clue. You know, who knows? It kind of maybe looks like Canada a little bit, but probably isn't they don't you know
1: there's no boot in the boot so yeah
0: but um I I'm curious as to what the story is going to be since uh Chris Rock came up with it. they were like yes let's do it and hmm. if uh now here's a couple things so okay number one there's only been four cast members announced yep uh, you got Chris Rock Samuel L. Jackson uh Marisa Nichols and the last one is abating me because I don't have to pull it pulled up but four cast members so far and uh, it's already done shooting so looking for a Max Minghella okay there we go yes mm-hmm. so uh, it's already done shooting um, so they're, they're prepping
1: it for next year already well, they moved, yeah, and they, and they moved the date because uh, they don't want to go against Halloween. Right. So... so we're going to get it early. I think it's like March, right?
0: Uh, May. So it's May. still coming out over a yeah. weekend. We so they, they still have compensated because if they thought it was going to suck, it'd be coming out in February. <laughs> so I'm wondering what the hell the story is
1: because no, nothing's leaked out about it. Yeah, there's nothing. Wherever you look, there's absolutely... Nothing. And, it's, and the script's based on uh, Chris Rock's idea. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't write it. Right. Obviously. But he uh, came up with the storyline. They said, yeah, the yes. Story, it's, uh, screenplays by, what's uh, his name, Goldfinger? Uh, Peter Goldfinger? Yeah. yeah. Josh Stolberg and uh,
0: Darren Bozeman has come back to mm-hmm. direct this one. So he's directed two, three, and four. Yep. So something's going on here. Oh, um, something is is really really bubbling up here. I don't know what, but
1: I'm interested to see just exactly what the hell this is. Oh yeah, they they this is this is a chance to, um, erase my my memory of part seven. <laughs> 'Cause even even rewatching it just I could just I couldn't do it in one sitting, it was just I was like, why am I watching this? Oh yeah, me neither. Yeah. No, it's it's not. It doesn't it doesn't hold up. It Went doesn't hold to up with again, I was like, should I go get my three D glasses? <laughs> I thought about it, I was like, no, that's not that's not even gonna help. There's only one movie I put on my three D glasses for. Fire thirteenth, part three. That's makes, it. makes sense. That's the only one. Makes sense the only one. So Chris Rock better be not maybe uh trying to make this movie
0: funny. No, he does he does good drama and comedians are uh, surprisingly
1: adept at horror movies so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. We'll see yeah. what happens. Good old McBride very uh it was a good one, so I'm hoping Chris Rock and Samuel L oh, Samuel L. Oh. Well you don't I mean come on out. Samuel L. Oh. Listen, now we had Danny Glover in part one alright and that was probably the great like when I first saw Saw I was like oh shit Danny Glover he's still acting <laughs> jeez I didn't even know he was still alive alright I'll be honest with you okay this is, this is the early 2000s right this is 2004 I don't remember much between 98 and 2004 alright <laughs> be honest okay so listen so then when they went from him to Donnie Wahlberg Right. you know. Drag racing down the street apparently. Um that that driving oh my god that driving scene at the end. <laughs> Man, they, they made that budget work. <laughs> they did, I can tell you. Then they bring back Mark Rohlberg at the end of uh it was just too much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just a lot. I
0: think everybody forgets that Samuel L. Jackson is the man that signed up to be in Snakes on a Plane just for the title well yeah and then when they wanted to change title he was like no I'm doing this because that's the title of, the chain of the title I'm not doing the movie so he will you know put himself into whatever situation if he thinks it's fun so I'm just
1: oh wait No, no, I agree with that. I just want to know before we, uh, before we go and bring up this point, the iconography I saw. Okay. Little Billy. Uh Little Billy, the the puppet, the only person or image associated with the horror movie isn't the actual killer
0: this is very true
1: yeah yeah very rare, very rare because you know like I said we, we've talked about it before the glove the masks uh, usually a mask is even the scream it's the mask the mask is iconic you know Jason yeah. the mask is iconic Michael Freddy's glove how uh, elected even uh, actually I'm looking at all my pops on, on my wall here <laughs> guess what they're all wearing masks Leatherface you know Chucky was a doll. He was the doll, but he was a killer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Everyone Billy
1: is... Live or die. Make your choice. Those words, and that creepy little doll riding that tricycle. Yeah. But he was... Okay, hold on. This is another part where I hate part seven. Okay. But he's wearing the freaking Dorothy from Wizard of Oz red ruby shoes riding a tricycle. <laughs> At the store, he just like do do, 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 do. Like, Look at those freaking ruby shoes. Yeah, well, you know,
0: H- Hoffman uh, took some liberties with the iconer,
1: right? And then, and, yeah, and then when I tried to whistle, you know, the, the saw theme, it goes horribly. <laughs> it goes horribly, because you know how to do do do, do 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 do. Guess what it turns into? Uh, Sweet Caroline, my Neil Diamond. I don't know why. Uh, uh, it's in your head now. Yes, <laughs> <know>. it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> it is. See? I can't not do it. And, you know what? I don't think
0: we can go out <laughs> on any other note It's Sweet Caroline. So with that, This has been another episode of Mr. Ambition Laws, the podcast. You can check the show notes for all of our social media info because we have Twitter, we got iTunes, we got Spotify, we have a Discord, we have a Tumblr, and we got the works. Please feel free to leave a review or do something as simple as just telling your friends about us because every little bit of buzz helps us grow in the long run. We need to get the roadshow going for 2020. So tell everybody. As always, Podcast producer for Stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you for all that you do, Mark. Hello, Mark. Until next time, please, by all means, have fun. Watch horror movies. And remember to always drink responsibly. What are those five words? Five of them. Five and they go hydrate, 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 hydrate. Next time, we'll be back. To a trip in the swamps. For Hatchet. Thank you for listening and goodbye.
1: Bye. Those people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you, not anymore. Ah! Ah! Game over.